The sound quality on this mic is gonna suck. Oh, this guy doesn't have the studio mic. <laughs> what are we? Are we just, we're just starting? No, no. Intro. <laughs> Corona 2.0. I don't even. When's the last time we pod? Like, did we pod before I left for Hawaii? Mm, yeah, before you left, that was the last one. So it's been like three months, and we thought minimum. It's like Corona was over. What did we even do the movie on? Who knows? Is this even a movie podcast anymore? No, it's never been. Are movies even a thing anymore? Movies have been terrible. You know I mean, what? Television's been terrible too. If we want to get started on that, we just want to roll <laughs> right into this. I mean, I haven't really been watching anything, so. Right, exactly. I'm saying, like, in the golden era of television, wouldn't there. You'd always. There would be a show everyone's talking about and being like, oh. You know? I, I guess. <laughs> What do you mean, I, I don't guess? even know what the golden era of TV would be. It was a long era. Okay, is the golden era before or after Netflix? Before. Come on. Before. Netflix yeah. isn't in your golden era. No, I mean, Netflix probably gets a little piece of it, but they come in kind of at the end. Like, House of Cards was, like, part of that golden era. Like, oh, must watch. I mean, obviously, it got terrible but that first season was like very golden era when did netflix even first come around that was like what 2013 i mean they had movie like used to just get yeah movies they used from to there. just yeah yeah but that was the but first TV house shows. of card was their first tv show I'd yeah, say the gold, so. like some people say the golden era started like early 2000s, like Sopranos. I, I don't know about that. Like, cause they were like Sopranos, Sopranos The Wire. Sopranos is good. I mean, like HBO, I guess. Yeah. When HBO started doing shows. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'd say the end of the golden era is Game <laughs> of Thrones. Yeah, okay. That was that was the end. I mean, every I was like, that's just every, recent. Then I know it was a long. T- there was a long period of good t- TV, man. There's nothing been good since Game of Thrones. I mean, no, I mean like like, like Westworld. Like those shows that have started in that same time frame that are good, like Westworld. Right, is Westworld's like what? okay. 
Yeah, but I'm saying like that was there was like a lot of hype and like it, you know, it started yeah. out really good like that. I'm sure there there will always be good shows, but we're never going to have that era where there's just like every other day there was like a must-watch show, like Boardwalk Empire, it, all this other crazy wait, stuff. Was it every other day, though? I mean, you would at least have like <laughs> on your torrent list like four or five things in a week, for sure. No, I agree. I mean, I just, there's too many that's a problem now. You can't even keep up with them. No, that's not the problem you, now. Yeah, no, that is the problem. There's nothing. There's good too many now. things. Nothing's good. There's just too many things. Yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the market got. Everyone tried to like put stuff out, and no one's doing quality. Yeah. I mean, we're, it sucks because movies have been terrible since forever. <laughs> ever since, since I ever si- well, ever since like China became the place that studios are selling their movies too when did the golden era of movies end i don't even know probably sometime in the 90s probably probably when 9-11 when 9-11 happened you never got a good movie there's not been a good movie since the 90s i mean you think about that era when there was like movies like forrest gump and like you know shawshank redemption and like all those money movies from the 90s there was so much good stuff that came out i don't know i don't know i mean there's been i mean it's not like you can't find a good movie since then i'm just saying yeah you really have to dig now but who knows you can't go to the theater anyway man delta dude i was ready to go this weekend Delta. <laughs> now it's good. You had a window. There was, a window. There was a window. There was a long window. You could any time from like February, March. I'd say as soon as you I got know. vaccinated, as soon as you were vaccinated, you yeah. could have started going again. And now you, the mm-hmm. window's over. We got yeah, Delta. Window's done. <laughs> the window's so done. The window's done because idiots aren't getting vaccinated. I mean, I don't even, I, there's, I don't feel like there's no, like, are there people that aren't vaccinated that are all of a sudden going to change and be like, I want to get vaccinated? Like, is uh, that a big number of people that that's happening to? That, I feel I like a lot of people there might are be, asking that. <clears throat> I mean, I feel the, like maybe there's like a, a small number of people, but. I was looking at the rates of vaccine in. <clears throat> like Washington DC or something. And like mm-hmm. DC it's this I mean there are obviously a lot of like people are trying to make it seem like I mean like and this is true to some degree like all the like maga people are like anti-vax or like a large part of them, you know, like they're skeptical or they're not the ones taking it. They think coronavirus is no big deal. But like like the city of Washington DC is like 90% like liberal and like their vaccine uptakes like super low you know i feel like maryland actually is pretty we're actually not doing bad yeah i there are a lot of states that are doing okay i mean honestly for me it's like i'm not super scared about getting corona because you know i'm vaccinated and 
the vaccines are going to keep you from getting really sick. But, yeah, you're not going to get sick. But I don't want long COVID. I don't know who gets it and who doesn't. But I feel like if I got COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get long COVID. I don't want long COVID. Like, I don't want to feel... I My exercise tolerance is already low. I couldn't deal with... I wouldn't even be able to, like, get out of bed. Like, there... Like, do you think that... I mean, we just have to see what long COVID is going to be like? Or you already know? We don't know, really. I mean, we're only yeah. seeing people who've had it now for like a year right like a year and a couple months maybe like i don't know what the yeah. results are for those people like are they are they getting better like are they because they I, I mean i read articles that were like people that were marathon runners and like all these like athletic people and they got covid and now it's like they feel so tired just like walking around the block and like it's been months and they're not symptomatic anymore and they can barely work, and it's just like, dude, so, that sounds terrible. It sounds like Lyme so is, disease. So is are, are there just going to be more and more variants? As long as so this variant happened because India went crazy, right? Like, so any place where the spread goes really fast, and there's just like it's not getting as as long as the the spread is just contained to like little communities. Like there's little chance of it becoming like a major variant, you know, but if you let big parts of the community get it or like India, like one country, like then you're gonna risk variants coming about. And like the variant, the Delta variants just like, it spreads like so fast compared to the original, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And it's, and there's some penetration into the vaccine. Cause I mean, I already know two people who were vaccinated that got COVID. I mean, is there, is their there symptoms a, were is not it, that bad. does it matter the, um, which vaccine has there been any studies on like, I think the Pfizer vaccine? and Moderna, have shown better protection better than the johnson johnson i I don't know though i i can't be certain about that but i feel like i read that somewhere yeah so i mean i don't know man like i don't think this is like we're back to april (laughs) 2020 like i don't think we're there but it's really and the thing is is the Delta isn't because all the unvaxxed people in America were unvaxxed, like, but they risk, you know, there being an echo or whatever, you know, they, they risk there being like Lambda. Was that after Delta? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I just know there's a Lambda variant in South America that's supposedly. So, I mean, in air, in like, like air traffic, like when you're flying, it's like, bravo charlie delta echo you know foxtrot yeah yeah, it goes like that so but echo like whatever the next one could be you know that could come from here but we got to get like so now the question is do we get now they're talking about boosters and whatnot right like Mm -hmm. but now you run into the ethical dilemma like well if you 
like let's say you um are, are vaccinated here like this country's vaccinated do you give extra shots to other people or do you send them to the other countries that aren't vaccinated at all i think you got to vaccinate the other countries otherwise you're going to keep getting variants right like india's not vaccinated that's why they had all that problem like a whole bunch of countries in asia and africa and probably eastern europe they're not vaccinated if you let <laughs> disease go crazy we're gonna get another variant there i mean i don't know man. well they're saying the booster if it's gonna come is gonna be for 65 and older and vulnerable population so like our parents are gonna have to get it again is there gonna be a variant that affects younger people that's all like that man i hope not it fortunately it doesn't it still seems like kids are like really immune to this not immune but like they're not catching it or spreading it i know a lot of people are like pissed off that the cdc <laughs> said that kids got to wear masks in school or they're recommending <laughs> I mean, it does oh suck, but gosh. I feel like we're in the same we're in the same boat, bro. Why? As we were before. No, we're not. We're not in the same boat. <laughs> we're definitely not. We know so much more about this disease than we did last year at this, or not even this time. Like when this thing started, and we were hiking, we were wearing masks outside or something. We weren't even wearing masks. We were wearing like bandanas. That's how stupid everything was. Like we didn't even know. We're like, oh, I might as well look cool like an outlaw <laughs> if I got to wear I mean, a mask. But, I mean, we just didn't know outdoors. Exactly. I mean, we, yeah. So, um, that's that's fine. I mean, I mean, you can. I feel like you, I just feel like you can't plan yet. anything. I st- I you mean, can't plan anything more than, like, next week. I would say I wouldn't take my kids indoor places without masks where and where other if there's unvaccinated people not because i think my kids are gonna get super sick but it's just like our unvaccinated people are unvaccinated people but like this is are unvaccinated people more likely to spread or vaccinated people that just don't have symptoms unvaccinated people i mean Vaccinated people are getting symptoms. If you get it, you're going to get symptoms. Like, you're going to feel sick. Like, you're going to have a yeah. fever. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, I just don't feel like unvaccinated. That's going to really change much. Like, we're not going to get to like. You don't think there's a way to incentivize what if you mandated? What if you said you can't? Oh, go I mean, look, anywhere? I feel like mandates are gonna be happening, but that's all. That's like, I feel like people are so. Do you feel like the mandates like, will fearful make things of worse? Like some people say, if you mandate it, then it's gonna reinforce the fears all these people have about taking it in the first place, and they'll definitely not get it. But it's just like some percentage of those people are probably gonna be like, listen. If this means I can't you should I don't to... think you should mandate it, but I think you should like people just people that are vaccinated should have a better quality of life. 
how can you <laughs> when these but look at they it, should have more privileges because they're vaccinated I mean, that's that's a mandate like that's what i mean though that's what, like i'm saying what if private Is that industries a mandate? mandate yeah like what if you're like you can't come to the laker game unless you're you're vaccinated that's a privilege it's not like you need to go but if they only let vaccinated people go that's yeah, to be... me, that's. I feel like that's better than like saying you can't work yeah. somewhere without getting it. Well, but I guess it's, it's I similar. Mean, it's similar. Similar, I guess. I mean, for healthcare people, I think that definitely should be a mandate. I don't think anyone in the healthcare industry should be working if they're not vaccinated. I mean, they're making college students get vaccinated before. They I know, I know, campus. I That's yeah, the right I, move. I, yeah, yeah. We I all like got that vaccinated. Move too. We all got vaccinated. Before. I like that move too. I talked to so many patients, and they're like, "Yeah, they require us to be vaccinated to Good. go to school." That's what I mean. Yeah. See, but I don't we, feel like people are like talking about that. Like it's and are up in arms about that. No, it's just like annoying. I think a lot of young people are just like don't think about it, and they haven't done it yet. So if you mandate it, like if you say you can't come to this concert or you can't yeah. go to this restaurant or whatever without showing proof of vaccine, then more people will get it. Like you're never going to get 100%. There will always be the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. We see them on our Facebook. We see them wherever. They're always – these morons were skeptical of <laughs> vaccines before corona <laughs> And then you could show them graphs of when the vaccines came out and the drop in rates around the world in all the places that got vaccinated. And they still wouldn't believe that it's because of the vaccine. Like, that's how more. And I've heard so. I've heard some just crazy things from vaxxers. I can't. No, I can't <laughs> with the anti-vaxxers. I really want the... I really... For me, I think they should really, like, there should be some societal price to pay for being anti-vax. Like, you should not be able to maintain good jobs if you're anti-vax. Like, you should not be able to work at places, you know, if you're vaccinated. Yeah, I I really don't understand why people are up in arms about, like, private industries, like, mandating it. Dude, it's like people put all kinds of crazy shit into their bodies all the time. Like, the things they eat, they drink, the, Mm -hmm. the medicines they take, but they won't... It's like vaccines are just medicine that's it's a medicine that cures you mm-hmm. for life like that's what mo- like a lot of <laughs> vaccines that you get when you're a baby that's what they are literally it's like we give you a medicine so that you never get sick forever <laughs> like i don't understand like dude people are i don't know man i can't <laughs> these anti-vaxxers are gonna bring us all down man yeah whatever i I can't even (laughs) there's no point there is no no point point. i mean that's why i'm saying what about like what do you think about incentivizing it like would you give someone like a thousand dollars like what if the government was like we will pay everyone that gets a shot a thousand dollars do you think that would increase vaccine uptake i think it would but it it would. would um it would, but then the people that already got it would be like, "How come I didn't get any?" I mean, those people can. I don't give a. <laughs> I don't. I'm so sick of whiny 
People got to stop whining in this country, dude. There's just way too much whining about everything. Like, too bad, man. Good. You got it early. You were protected. You didn't catch corona this whole time. That's your, that's your, that's what you get for that. If I got to bribe no. some people to take this damn vaccine so we can reach 70%, I'll do it. I don't care. We need to hit that herd immunity. We need to hit that. Threshold. I think you should incentivize like not individuals but like a group. Like so let's say we get to a certain amount of people then everybody in the state gets whatever like a tax break or whatever. Bro, or that's like way that. too esoteric. No one's going to be like, <laughs> "Oh, let me go get vaccinated so we all get our tax break." Come on, bro. Come on. No one is going to get vaccinated for that. Dude, no one's going to do it for $1000 either. Ah, uh, yeah, they would. You tell me some cats in Alabama wouldn't go for a thousand dollars. That's probably like five months of rent. <laughs> no, cost of living's not that low down there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like a thousand dollars goes far in some places. You're telling me in in Washington D.C. <sighs> there's people that wouldn't a thousand dollars. You get a thousand dollars just for getting the shot for getting the shot. It's, yeah, man. I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. I think there's a way to do it. We spend so much money on it, but so much other stupid stuff. I say they do it. Either that or mandate it. Say so you can't leave the country. You can't leave the state. I'm, I want to see. Yeah. just. I think that should be the biggest thing. Like travel. Like you shouldn't be allowed to travel. There's, of course. But some of these fools don't even want to travel. They, they're content just going down the street. Like, that's all they want to travel. They don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> they're not looking yeah. to go to Europe. <laughs> all right, let's talk about movies and TV. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what have you been watching? What have you been watching? Shows? Yeah. Or Olympics? All right, we'll talk about that later, but what, <laughs> what else have you been watching? <laughs> Shows. Okay, uh, let's talk about what was good. Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of T East Town, I finished it. That was a good show. Yeah, I liked it, except it was just such a drag at times. Really? And it was almost like two shows, like two two things, two separate things. I mean, kind of. It was. I liked it, though. No, it was good. I liked it. Have you been watching The White Lotus? Yeah. Really? <laughs> You watched the only that? thing I've watched recently. What did you Okay, what are your th- We haven't even talked about that. What did you What did you think about that show? I like what it where it's going. I mean, How many episodes I wouldn't call it like the greatest steps of 3. Oh my goodness. Can I just yeah, tell I'm, you I'm, what, I'm up to date with it. Let me tell you what the most annoying part of that show is. What do you think <laughs> okay. what do you think I'm going to say? The kids? No, no. It's it's the music. The, the music's mu- annoying, dude. They play, I'll the, play the music best part of the show and during the okay. show, like while the people are talking, the music keeps playing. <laughs> You're just like, dude, mute the damn music and just give me. This guy always, oh this guy gosh. always has some music take. <laughs> dude, the music just overwhelms every scene. You're just like, do you not? Did you run out of dialogue? So you just me. decided to turn up the music for all these. It doesn't scenes? bother me. But who's your favorite character and who's the who's the most oh, annoying? Oh, I'll tell you who the most then. annoying is. The lady with the ashes. Get that lady out of here. 
get her out. Get her. She's so annoying. Like, oh my god, she's so annoying. The be- the best character is the Armando, the little little the little hotel clerk. Oh, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. That no, guy's the cool. best guy. That guy's funny. <laughs> Dude, everyone on that show is like they're all annoying. I think they're supposed to be. Nah, no, 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 I like the I like the show. It's okay. I like it. I'm not like I'm not. It's not very, like the greatest show in the it's world. It's not even but close. It's, just, to, it's whatever. I I have a feeling it could go really bad really quick. Like it has it's it has the opportunity to be good, but it also can go really south. I'm not yeah, getting. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be not fine. getting my not getting my hopes up for that. All right. I mean, I'm excited about Ted Lasso season two. <sighs> Right. I know that you hate. I, know I don't. Hate I don't hate Ted Lasso. <laughs> I'll tell you what I hate. Is the hate hype. the nicest guy in the world. No, I hate the hype. I hate everyone talks about that show. Like, oh, I can't wait. Like Ted Lasso. Oh my god, guys, Ted Lasso's coming back. Like, really? Is this how lonely <laughs> sunk? Like that? Is there anybody like Dude, that? Sports Twitter is thinks it's the greatest <laughs> show of all time. Like they, these guys just no, no, they don't. Yes, they're foaming at the mouth. For it's not it's Ted just like Lasso. a fun show it's not like anything it's a serious very just whatever show it's just like a very like i don't know what level to put it on like orange is the new black but lower level something no like it's that. better than orange is the new black hell no orange is the new black sucks no. i didn't even finish the first season huh huh Dude. that show sucked no. Wow. Yes. No. That was a decent show. It didn't oh, I mean it faded gosh. as the the first season was solid. It got <laughs> progressively lamer as it went on. I could have told you that was gonna happen the first couple after of the, seasons before the good. first season. Alright, let no. me tell you my so I've been doing the sports shows, but like <laughs> real Weird sports. Not weird sports. F1, <laughs> Drive to Survive. Watch. Exactly. Everyone yes. needs to watch that show. This guy I, is I guarantee you, if everyone in America watched that show, NASCAR would be a thing of the past. We would not care about NASCAR. <laughs> like, F1 is infinitely a better driving, <clears throat> racing sport to watch than Na- NASCAR. I'm sorry. You're going around in a circle. And you're slow. Isn't that like the Olympics? The circle? <laughs> yeah, but that's people. Like, these are just <laughs> no, vehicles. No, no. That would be no, like... I get it. Per, that, that, honestly, you know what? That's a good comparison. It's like, if you were to just... If pros ran these intricate circuits, like Usain Bolt ran like... The thing- and then all the Joes, all the regular dads or moms just ran in a circle. That's what NASCAR is. Slow people running in a circle. <laughs> I mean, the thing that's dumb is that there's so many laps. Yeah, 500? We that's need so 500 dumb. of these? <laughs> and people sit in stadiums and watch this go around and around. Oh my goodness. No, Drive to Survive is so good. It gives you an inside look. And it's not all about like Lewis Hamilton and like 
Max Verstappen. No one knows who you're talking about. Dude, everyone knows who Lewis Hamilton is, man. If it's just like how Michael <laughs> Schumacher, everyone knew him. Everyone knew you at least know the top guy. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, everyone knows who. That's the last NASCAR Lewis guy. Lewis Hamilton ain't him. no Dale Earnhardt, bro. Lewis no one knows Hamilton? him to that level. Not in America, but yeah, not in America. I'm sure maybe in the world. No one knows about Dale Earnhardt anywhere else outside of America. Look at yeah. Drive to Survive. I I just watch the first season. You will become an F1 fan. I'm already trying to buy tickets to <laughs> the Circuit of the this Americas. Guy's just, I'm this trying guy's to go. a new Dude, sport. I added a new sport after I watched that show. All right. <laughs> Next sports show to watch. Of course, Crazy Taxi would add a car show. Bro, don't even. <laughs> Dude, I got no, no, no. I got, I, I'll check it out. And I'll check it out. There's nothing better to do. Dude, I got a ticket in Hawaii. <laughs> speeding ticket? Bro, Have you got to states the, to get the officer was like, we could arrest you for the speed. I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like... I needed to go to the bathroom, and I'm trying to get home. You didn't pull out your doctor. You need to go somewhere, like see a patient. Dude, you, that. I would have, you should have pulled that card. He would have been like, what hospital's here? <laughs> I'm not going to lie to a police officer. <laughs> I thought he Just I was keep, like, your, keep your little stethoscope on this dude, car seat. Dude, those guys don't care. <laughs> If they see some foreign plates on your car, they don't. This guy did not care. He didn't want to. He did not. It wasn't even trying to be chill. I had to say before this, I had a good streak going. At least four times I got pulled over. No tickets the last four, which was like amazing. Like, this guy worked his charm to get out of tickets. I don't even know how, bro. I don't even know how. I didn't even have any charm. It was just like... I was just like, okay. I just don't. I don't know. May, a couple of them happened after all that, like George <laughs> Floyd stuff. So maybe they were like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like being nice and like handing my stuff over and not giving them shit. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, next show. Next Lupin, show to watch. Lupin, okay. Oh, Lupin season that. two. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's good. It was good. All right. Good. Um, um let me yeah, tell I, you a hundred foot wave okay. hundred foot wave on hbo it's a docuseries definitely watch it it's it's good i saw the first episode it's it's pretty good it's surfing? about it's a surfing show it's it's about this guy this guy, this guy going with his <laughs> settings hawaii dude, to hawaii now dude, he wants to watch surfing dude the guy in the show it's pretty sick. He tries to find the like biggest wave in the world and like surf. I mean, it. waves are crazy. Waves are listen. I've been in the ocean more these last three months than I have like in the last probably like ten years. And like the ocean is no joke, man. The ocean is just a crazy place. The ocean is a the ocean was not meant for people to exist in. Like you should. We're not meant to be in that water. Like, that. I was swimming today, and I was just <laughs> paddling in, and the water just, like, hits your face. It's like waves hitting your face. You just get sand in your eyes, in your mouth. You get tired. You don't know what's below you. 
there's turtles yeah. swimming around. Yeah. Like it's yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, no. Yeah. Hundred foot I, wave. I, I could I could care less about being in the ocean. Thank you. All right, that's two of us. All right, hundred. <laughs> we agree foot on something. Wave. All right, let's agree on one more thing. The most overrated. Here's another overhyped, overrated show, Succession. Let's agree on that. <laughs> yeah, you did know. I would Thank agree you. on that one. Thank you. I but don't know how people. I don't under. I so don't much. understand it. I don't get it. I don't. I under, tried it, my best. I tried so hard. I tried so hard to like like Succession. I went through the whole show. I like binge watched it, uh, in, trying to like get into it, and it just did not take. I mean, yeah, it was so the acting is so bad, and the story is so bad. It's like goes nowhere. It's like some fake Fox News dad guy, <laughs> like in his conniving, worthless, like dumb children. Like Dude, I don't get people it. People think that show's the best show. Like they think yes. that's golden age. Golden age. They TV. do. Yes, they think it's golden age. It's terrible. It's, it's so it's bad. So it's bad. so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I watched Gamora, the newest season. It's worth a watch. I didn't think they were yeah, going to have I was looking season. at it when you sent me that wreck, but I was like, it's just too many seasons. No, dude, it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth <laughs> the first season alone. I didn't even did I even watch the movie? I'm trying to remember, but they don't, you don't relate. Need, right? You don't need the movie. I don't even remember yeah. what the movie was about. Watch Gamora. It's an Italian show. They should it's like. A, they should allow you. They should like make you like. You're not allowed to watch like TV without vaccinations. <laughs> People would get it. <laughs> yes, you can't get McDonald's without getting your vaccine. You can't get your fast food. You can't drink Coke. You can't. Yeah, man. <laughs> We could definitely make people get vaccinated here. We make them do so many other things. Yeah. Get your driver's license. Pay your taxes. Get your vaccine. <laughs> My brilliant friend, still going strong. What season is that on? The new season hasn't come out. There's only three so far. Or no, no, uh, two seasons. What am I talking about? There's only two seasons. But it's, yeah. the, it's I, not that show your, is, it's that not show's good. Show. Wait, no, I watched it? it. I started it, and there's I can't even count to the number of shows I've started and just haven't finished. Yikes! Yeah, Insecure is good. You, I think you put me on that show, right? Yeah, Insecure is good. I like that. I, but this I is do like, like half season. an hour shows. Half an hour shows are good. I'm starting to appreciate that more. But um no, I mean uh I'm glad they're ending it. I don't like when shows like stay for too long. Yep. I agree. You just give me five seasons max of a show. I mean people asking for Mayor of New Town season two are like, no. No. They don't need oh, another no. I don't no. want that. It's like, what, she's going to have another adventure in that small town? Give me a break. Yeah, please don't have that season two. Um, Barry. I I would like to Barry's see Barry. Good. Barry's a good show. I would like to see Barry return. 
Yeah. I mean, is there anything else? Is there anything on Netflix? I'm trying to think if there's anything there's on not, Netflix. There's no show that I'm excited about. No. Never have I ever. It's just like a high school show. Yeah, it's whatever. It's a whatever. That's a... I'd put that in the... In the... Ted Lasso I'm not category. excited about anything. <laughs> not excited about... <laughs> Not in, not in the. I, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for. Uh, I'm hyped for uh, Green Knight. Wait, you're hyped for what? Green Knight, the movie. Green Knight. Yeah. Comes out this week. Green, like. The and- Green Knight. Huh. I told you about this, man. Go, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Yeah, it's a King Arthur story. Yeah. Oh, yes, Dev yes. Patel. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, this it, is the movie I was gonna go see this weekend, oh, but not happening. It's is not it coming happening. out HBO? No, it's not. Oh, they're gonna do us like that? Yeah, they are. Oh, weak. <laughs> Yeah. There's so there's nothing nothing I'm excited of. <laughs> HBO, I don't even know what's coming on HBO. Wasn't there supposed to be like a new Batman with like Robert Pattinson? Like what happened to That's that? That's gonna come out. That's gonna come out. That'll Is be it? good. Yeah. I don't know about good, but it's gonna come out. I'm just gonna be it's gonna be at least exciting. There was Batman. A, there was a new Ghostbusters that was supposed to come out. I mean Granted, this is yeah. No, I mean it's all all of this is rehash, you know, (laughs) including uh, Batman. But I don't know. But you know what's not rehashed? What? The Olympics. Are you are you have you been watching the Olympics? Yes, because in like, Hawaii how, everything. Is just yeah, what's five the hours. time? What's the time difference over there for you? I mean, I think it's like five p.m. over in Hawaii, and it's ten p.m. here in in. Hawaii. I mean, it's it was five p.m. in Tokyo, and it's ten p.m. It's five p.m. Monday in Tokyo, and it's ten p.m. in Hawaii. Whatever or that. Thursday. It, I don't know. They're they're a day ahead of us and five hours behind. Yeah. So nineteen hours, nineteen hours ahead, which works out because then at night I can just watch. Like Djokovic is probably getting on right now. He's about to start. So. This guy, I'm surprised you're doing a pod with this guy playing. He's not on yet. They were just playing. Belinda <laughs> this guy Bench t- made just- sure. This guy made sure he can see. <laughs> Couldn't couldn't record the pod if Djokovic was about to play. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened, like in the last couple days. Okay, I'll yeah. let me roll it back. So, okay, yeah, Olympics. No, even before. So Naomi Osaka at the French Tennis. Open, yeah. right? They ask her, they, she tells everyone, she, this is what happened. She just makes a post on her Instagram or something saying, I'm not doing press for the French Open because 
It messes with my head whenever they tell me I suck at clay. You know? <laughs> okay. And um, and so then the, all the all the majors are just they they put a statement out and say no you have to do press like you can't not do press just because you don't want to be asked like questions that are frustrating and you know yeah so she basically was like all right fine I'm not doing the Olympics or Wimbledon and she like skipped out on everything like which is crazy. Mm -hmm to skip two majors, you know, like for a tennis yeah. player, that's like a big deal. At the time, I thought, okay, I have two minds about this. Yeah, yeah let's hear Because I, I want to know your thoughts because yeah. would, I would say I, you're in the mental health field, right? I'm, that's your profession. I'm in the mental health field. I'm a psychiatrist. I, Yeah, so there's that part of it. And then I, I watch tennis. Like, I watch men's and women's tennis. Okay, so can I just start off with the question for you then? Because when right. you hear this, what what come, what's your first... When you just hear, like, mental yeah. health, mental health, what does that mean to you? Okay. So sometimes I think people use it... So mental health, it can it's kind of like a catch-all term, right? Like you can use that anytime so you feel broad. stressed or any kind mm -hmm. of emotion and that's mm -hmm. negative, you can just say mental health. And you'd be correct. I mean, mm -hmm. it is yeah. your emotions are part of your mental health. So I get that. Mm -hmm. um, when Osaka basically like she kind of and her sister came and posted something afterwards that was even more revealing and basically saying like yeah like when the reporters are all saying hey you never went on clay you never went on like how come you're not doing as well on clay blah 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 like it gets in her head and she you know like she doesn't perform as well and i think that you know like how twitter is and social media like people just took what her statement was about mental health and just extrapolated it to like oh, you, like she's having depression or, you know, something cr crazy and like yeah. they're trying to force yeah. her to do all the stuff that she doesn't want to do. When it sounded more to me at the moment that it was more of like, I don't want to get asked tough questions about my performance on the surface that I'm not traditionally good at. So I'm going to duck all the pressers, you know? Now, Naomi Osaka has admitted... And, like, she just came out, speaking of shows, like, there's a documentary of hers on Netflix, right? And did you watch that? You did? Did you? No. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And, like... I didn't, I didn't do my show prep. She, I mean, she has social anxiety. Like, she talks about it. Like, she just is a very shy person. She does, like, super shy. She does not work. She's not comfortable in, like, crowds or talking to lots of people or whatever. Like, she's very insular in that way, you know? And so, mm -hmm. anyway, like, I think part of her stipulation for playing in the Olympics was, I mean, A, she's Japanese and she represents Japan when she plays tennis. And so... Obviously, like, she's the biggest women's female star in the world. Like, she's the highest paid, most endorsed female athlete in the world. Like, after, you know, and I think she's even past Serena Williams at this point. 
And so mm-hmm. they told her basically like, you don't have to do the press, like really, you know, like, and so she was playing and then, you know, she lost and it was like a story and she didn't, she kind of talked to some press, but not really like, it wasn't like an official press conference. She just, I don't know exactly know what happened, but you know, like in her performance in that match, she, she looked completely out of it. Like she kind of looked like she gave up at the end. And, um, and like, that was that. And, but then that same day is when Simone Biles, like the same day Osaka loses mm-hmm. is the same, same day, day Simone Biles says she's not going to play, <coughs> you know, in that, like in the team event. Okay. So when you, when you heard this, right? Like when I first heard this, I was like, I thought for sure like, there was like an injury, right? Yeah. I for sure thought like yeah yeah, was, yeah yeah I was like man that sucks right but then um I've read more into it and I can believe like everything that was going on right so okay so this <laughs> right, is yeah, these are my thoughts next. on like this the whole thing like kind of in <laughs> so there 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 are two different situations like Osaka is definitely different than Biles in a couple of mm-hmm. key ways but in general my take is if a player. So, well, the thing that's similar is that these are, like, high-level athletes. Top of their game. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, the best at what they do. Mm -hmm. My thing is, if you don't... If you feel like the pressure is... Like, if you feel like competing is detrimental in a way to your health, mental or physical, you should not compete. You should not. I don't think, and I don't think it's a cop out for her or yeah, Osaka. I don't think not so either. My issue, and this is not my issue with the Simone Biles thing, was more of she kind of put pressure on herself, and she kind of ramped the stakes <laughs> okay, so up on herself by like she was wearing like jackets. Exactly. With I, know, I, knew, on I knew you were gonna say. It. I know. I, that. Listen. When I see that too, that, that to that, me, uh, that to me is like when you're you calling goat, yourself goat, the goat. Yeah. When you call yourself the goat, the greatest of all time, you're adding to your own. You're making things harder on yourself. You know, like yeah, that's that's adding more pressure. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I think that was. Uh, I don't think whoever was kind of all her team or her management or whatever they they steered her the wrong way on that and i think she bought into that whole goat talk which is why like so you know like i i sent you that thing so tiger woods before he hit that car crash um this year he was filming stuff with like celebrities about you know like teaching them how to play and he filmed an episode with Dwayne wade and this one just came out like yesterday or today. And Dwayne Wade uh, says, asks Tiger if he thinks, and we're talking about Tiger Woods, right? Like Tiger Woods is pretty much the GOAT. <laughs> I mean, like, there, you know, unless you want to just go straight off of majors, you could say, okay, Jack Nichols is the GOAT. But like most people, most golfers, yeah, and yeah, what most Tiger's golfers, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll say Tiger Woods like, is the greatest of all time. So Dwayne Wade asked Tiger, and Tiger is a like you know he's not at the he's not competing, he's not the at the peak of his 
mm-hmm. playing days. He asks him, do you think you're the GOAT? And Tiger says, I'm not there yet. I'm not done. And to me, that's the kind of mentality. Like, I think the people who buy it. So the, you people play sports for different reasons, right? Like, I think Osaka, the reason why Osaka and Biles are different, I think Osaka plays not because she wants to be the greatest. I don't think Osaka plays because she is like hyper competitive like Michael Jordan or Kobe or like Tiger Woods. Like I I mean she's obviously an athlete at the top of the game. Like she's obviously super competitive. But she's not like I want to kill the other person across the net from me competitive. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. She played, and this she talked about this on the documentary. She wanted to get, she wanted to make enough money so that her mom didn't have to work. Like mm-hmm. that was her main objective for playing, you know. And I think that that motivation—if you don't have the motivation to want to like really just win, like you know, I for me, I can speak for myself. When I, and I'm obviously, I'm just like a whatever, I'm a nobody, right? Like, but when I, I'm, but I'm pretty competitive. So, but I hate to lose. So when I play, it's not the joy of victory that I'm playing for. When I play anything or I'm competing at anything, it's because I hate the feeling of losing. Like, I hate that. And I, and it's like when I win, it's not even like I'm super happy. I'm just like, okay, good. I'm like relieved that I didn't lose. And everyone has their own reason for why they compete, right? Like, why is Roger Federer still playing? Like, why is whatever? And so Simone Biles, I feel like, got it in her head. And, I mean, she very well may be the greatest of all time. I'm not saying she's not. I'm saying if you're an athlete, you cannot buy into that while you're still in your playing days, you got to still, you got to have that chip on your shoulder. Like Osaka is the same way. Like sometimes I feel like they, they just, they cut, like, I think Osaka, she kind of was like, I already fulfilled what I came in here to do. Like, but she's got to find new motivation. She's got to say, because what do they say? It's always easier to like come for the top person than to stay on top. Right? Like that's the hardest thing staying on top is way harder than rising and reaching the top. And so I think Osaka really needed, and I think Osaka really needed to find like a chip on her shoulder for like why I want to play. And for Biles, I don't think it's that. I think for Biles, it's for Biles. I think it was more of, she bought into a lot of the like hype coming in of the like she's the greatest in this and that and so i read this article yeah yeah go 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 Mm -hmm. no so like do you feel like the pandemic has affected the olympics and the performance of people i do i mean it has to have right it was an extra year of training and it was also an extra year of getting older for some of these athletes Mm -hmm. which could be detrimental depending on like look at uh ledecky you know right she's Mm -hmm. like last olympics she crushed everyone in this olympics she did good in a couple events but then she also like came in seventh out of eight in one event like i mean really uncharacteristic compared to what she did in rio so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a done it now the one thing i'll say about biles and this is something i learned just today in an article is that is that like apparently in gymnastics like their level of fear it's like because when they do those flips and things like we don't think about it because we're just watching them do it but like if you're even a little tense or worried you're not going to complete the move. And in gymnastics, not completing a move can be like a head injury, right? Like yeah, yeah, you could yeah. break an arm or a leg. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you watch that cheerleading show on Netflix, did you watch that show, that cheerleading <laughs> cheer? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it, but I heard of it. Okay, so in that show, it's a bunch of like junior college athletes trying to <laughs> compete in this cheer competition. And like they're messing up, like in the beginning, they're showing them messing up over and over. And a lot of it, like the coaches are like, you're just scared, and the they the the athletes are even saying like, yeah, like I'm worried, like I'm not gonna land that. But it's like once they no longer have that fear, they're able to complete the move. And so, uh, some like a gymnast was writing this article about how in gymnastics there's all these slangs around fear, like the twisties, head casing, mental yeah, block, bailing, yeah, balking. Like, yeah. they have all these words for the different types of fear. And I think Biles isn't just withdrawing because she's scared of the moment per se. I mean, that may be part of it, but she was scared enough that she knew she wouldn't, she could seriously injure herself, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. And I think I that is that why no, she... I honestly have no problem with her, like, with I don't either. I have no problem with her withdrawing. I think it's I think you I think every athlete should be able to withdraw. And like anyone that's giving her shit about it, like they're talking about I've heard saw people being like, Well, MJ never it's like, dude, MJ quit in his prime for mental health reasons. The guy literally quit the NBA after winning three the rings in a row for mental health reasons. Like, you can't tell me these athletes don't like they don't do stuff like all of us are affected by mental health stuff right it's like when we go to work we're supposed to be professional no matter what's happening at home do you think that do you think that like because i feel like I, i don't see it happening and i'm like that's why i'm like like is there i feel like you'll get backlash if you criticize somebody for not performing especially athletes yeah now of course to, if they fold under pressure i mean but listen this is that i will not buy into that the whole like what do you mean the criticism is like too much like give me a break this is sports this is what happens sports is entertainment and it's entertainment because it's like a story that's true right like we create these stories and the people play these stories out in real time and no one knows how it's going to end or how it's going to go right like no one knows if you're going to complete the move no one knows if kevin durant's gonna make the three or if his foot's gonna touch the line and it's only gonna like no one knows anything about sports when it happens which is why sports is so honestly i feel like that it puts you in those pressure situations that you won't find anywhere else 
Right. But I'm saying that's been true <clears throat> since the beginning of sport. Like, when Magic Johnson missed free throws in the 84 finals, he was nicknamed all across the country Tragic Johnson. Like, this is – I'm saying this is what happens. In the next year, he won. Like, and then they won back-to-back. Like, I'm saying this is sports. Like, you will get criticized for messing up. Like, and, I mean, so they asked, you know, they asked Novak Djokovic about pressure. I mean, obviously they asked him because of the bile situation, but also because he's a guy who's currently – won three of the first four majors and he's currently trying to win the Olympic gold medal and he's trying to win like he's trying to win the golden slam which has never been done in men's tennis so yeah and he's in the middle of it he's, he's going com- for it he's yeah, completed he's, 75. he's made it like known he's made it known that he's like trying to do this yeah he's he's eight matches away from doing it he's eight wins away from doing it and so everyone the pressure is like incredible and they were asking him about this and like he in Novak Djokovic as someone who's watched him since he in 2007 this guy was the worst mental like his mentals were I oh and you can find my tweets about Djokovic his mentals were always the thing that I thought held him back behind Rafa and Roger he was always mentally weaker, I thought. Like, he would always get in these pressure situations, and he was known for retiring, quitting matches when he was behind, or he would be up, and then he'd lose the break, and then all of a sudden he'd collapse. And then he was just a guy that you could never trust to come through in the clutch or be – he was just mentally fragile, and you could always see him kind of self-imploding. And you're just like, man, if you could just keep it together mentally, you could be so great. <laughs> and Djokovic has navi- – he's obviously now a veteran. I mean, we're now way beyond that 14 years past when I first started watching him. And he is now one of the strongest mental – like, everyone talks about how mentally he's so incredibly tough to beat. Like, he – He'll be down two sets, and he'll still be just plugging away, and he'll find a way to win. And it's just like, that's why I think all the stuff with the mental, I think it's true, but I also think it's something you can turn around. Like, Osaka can turn it around. She can turn all these things. If she finds a new motivation, she can turn all this stuff around. And just like Serena always plays with a chip on her shoulder, right? She's got 20 something majors. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people will do. Like yeah. A lot of these like Serena, no matter, for as much as she's won, if you watch her play, she plays as if like everyone thinks she can't do it. And she's just like, I'm going to prove all you wrong, even though she has nothing to prove in the sport. You know, like, yeah. And I think that, like, Osaka needs to find that. I think for Biles, it's different. I think Biles, I think a lot of it was just self-inflicted pressure that she put on herself and buying into all the like goat talk and like. I think that messes with. I can't imagine. Can you imagine if someone kept telling you day after day, everyone in the world was tagging you on social media everywhere. Everyone you talked to was like. Ernest is the greatest dentist of all time. He's the greatest in the world. Like, no one's better than this guy. And every procedure he does, like, that will eventually, like, that will do something to you mentally. Like, you're going to think about yourself. Like, it's hard not to buy into that. But you really, I think that's the challenge. You really have to find a way to, like, ground yourself and be like, 
no, that's not me. Like, listen to Tiger, right? I don't think I'm there yet. Like, for him, there's, like, Tiger's always been that guy that plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's always, like, someone out there is, like, when he was in his U.S. Amateur, I'll tell you this last story. When he was in his U.S. Amateur, (laughs) he was in the U.S. Amateur. He had won two U.S. Amateurs in a row. He was going for his third in a row. They played 36 holes, right? They played 18 and 18. He was done with the first 18, and he was down by a lot. By, like, a lot. Like, he was going to lose. He only had 18 holes left. He was down by a lot. His caddy walked up. And the other guy, his caddy was his girlfriend. So it was that guy and his girlfriend and against Tiger and then Tiger's caddy. Tiger's caddy saw what was going on. Tiger was down. Obviously, a lot of pressure to win three in a row. His caddy comes up to Tiger, and he goes, Look at those guys. They're laughing. He's like, they, and like girlfriend and the other player were like kind of smiling or joking about something in the distance. And the guy, caddy comes up and he's like, look at them. He was like, they're laughing at you. And Tiger turned to the caddy and he was like, you noticed that too? And the caddy was just making it up to try to get Tiger like fired up. <laughs> and Tiger was thinking it in his head the whole time. And he went and blitzed the guy on the next 18 holes and like won. But I mean, that's that. That's what I mean. Like, you gotta create things in your mind. I think as like a top level athlete, in order you have to create a story that may even not be true, in order for you to perform the way you know you can. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I think that's kind of what's going on there. So it's like, but I don't want to buy into the like athletes shouldn't be under pressure or they shouldn't be asked tough questions or any of that like no i don't think that's right i think you should be asked tough questions i think you should have to answer when you lose a match it's part of the job of your that's part of being an athlete is going and talking about the loss afterwards i mean it sucks no one wants to do it (laughs) but they're just as happy to go to the mics when they win yeah exactly that's that's the thing i feel like i feel like it's it's hard to have it both ways, right? Like uh-huh. you can't just take all the pros that come with being the best, exactly, and not want the negatives. I because yeah. they're negatives. Exactly, they're negatives that come with everything. There's exactly. pros and negatives with right. everything, and yeah, I think it would be of easy course to, no one wants no, no one, one wants, wants to the, no one wants to face the press, and of course the press ask dumb questions, sexist. Like of course the yeah press members who will ask dumb out of bounds questions and feel free to ignore them like i don't have i have no qualms with athletes being like no next question like that's fine but like you know if do, you, do you feel like this is something that is occurring more now though with younger athletes and like wanting to maybe in the past you mean like the mental health stuff yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think it's a bad. Do you think it's? Thing. Do you think part of it is because of just like social media and the exposure? And I do. I think the only thing I worry about is that people start abusing the term mental health for as like a cop out for like getting out of tough things. And I mean, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. all of these people, all of these athletes, are people who've competed at other levels not just at the top level but 
to get where they were, they had to compete on multiple, multiple levels with lots and lots of pressure, juniors, mid-level, college, whatever, like, all the way up, like, there's a ton of pressure, like, the pressure doesn't change, like, think about someone going for the NCAA championship, or your high school state championship, or whatever, like, there's, there's pressure there, like, that's... Like, just because it's not Wimbledon doesn't mean there's not pressure. Like, you want to win that thing just as badly as someone wants to win Wimbledon, you know? Like, just because it's not Wimbledon doesn't mean you don't want to win it. It just means you're at a different level. But the pressure is the same. Like, I think the pressure is the same in a lot of ways. As far as the event, like, okay, maybe there's not the sponsorships, not the media, not like a lot of other like the crowds are not as big so yeah in that sense okay but on like on a level on a certain type of level like there's a lot of pressure and that's why athletes that rise to the top they do well in all those other levels they learn how to handle the pressure at all those levels like look at professional golfers like if you play golf casually it's so easy to get in your own head between shots and I can't imagine doing that with thousands of people lining the fairway as I'm about to hit, watching me with their cameras and everything. And like, but the reason they're able to do that is because they were able to do it at all the other little levels up until that way. It's not like you just, they just plucked a really good person and put them on the tee box filled with people yeah. and they perform. It's like they learned how to do perform under crazy pressure over a long time of matches and little junior events all along the way. And so I think for people like Biles and Osaka, they're at the top of the game. So it's a different kind of pressure. Everyone's gunning for them, you know? And I think Osaka, in a way, I think is relieving some of the pressure by opting out of some of these events because, you know takes her she's no longer going to be the top dog you skip enough tournaments you're not going to be the number one player in the world right like ash barty is now so um Mm -hmm. maybe then it gives you the incentive to try to gun for number one but eventually she's going to figure it out like biles i mean the set by the u.s open too because yeah because that's money riding on her right and, I mean, the thing I feel bad about Biles is that the Olympics only comes every four years. I mean, of course they have world championships have world, and all kinds of – Yeah, they have all other kinds of events that I'm sure she'll crush. But the Olympics is like the pinnacle event for a sport like gymnastics. You know, um, mm-hmm. winning gold in tennis is not as big a deal to tennis players as winning a gold to a gymnast, right? Like – the gold in gymnastics is the is the height of heights in your sport. And, like, so I feel bad that this happened to her at the, like, worst time. But, I mean, I think she, she did the right thing. I think she did the right thing, yeah, too. Protect yourself, so. you know, protect mm-hmm. yourself. I think yeah. people should always do what's in their own best interest and not – even if it makes you, everyone what you, else what do you think off. about like people i guess comparing this to in the past how some athletes have kind of put themselves at risk to try to go for things even gymnasts in the past because yeah. I, I read a few articles about like saying how you know is it carrie strug the girl that did the right 
I, I mean, what do you thoughts on that? I, I like almost so, like a complete I mean, like. But yeah, thing. so everyone deals with this stuff differently, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that you do. Do you think like is is this a sport where like a coach has to be the one to pull somebody out sometimes? Or is it? Oh, like are you saying should those people not have competed at all? Like definitely in sports, like in football or like team sports, where you have a coach making the decisions. Like yeah. this person's hurting my team or hurting themselves. Like, right. Individual sports, it's harder because you know. But I think you know I'm of two minds about this too. You really don't know what your limits are if you don't try. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes a mental block is just there, but then, like, I've seen too many. You push through it, right? But, you know, a sport like gymnastics, it's like you can't afford to make mistakes or you could seriously injure yourself. So maybe Mm -hmm. the risks, you just can't take as many risks. Now, did the people who were injured and still compete, were they foolhardy or were they brave? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say, right? Like, you'd only know after the fact. Like, you can't really yeah. judge it beforehand. Because... Like, because what if Simone Biles had pushed through it and had destroyed everyone, right? It would have just been like, we, A, we would never have known. And then B, it would just be like, yeah, that's Simone Biles just doing goat things. Like, yeah, she's supposed to win the gold. Like, everyone expected it. That's what everyone talked about. Like she's the best like that makes sense but then what if she'd gotten injured you know like what if she'd done something and really hurt herself that would have been terrible and then mm-hmm. you know everyone would have been saying like oh she just messed up she like messed up in the clutch or whatever but maybe it was like the mental stuff that and so that's why when it comes to this stuff athletes performing at that point zero zero one level like you got to just defer to them if they want to push through it you got to let them push through it now in a sport like you know boxing or something like yeah someone's got to throw in the towel like otherwise people will get killed because they'll be pushing through it all the way till they're dead but yeah i mean well i mean these guys do that they push into the legs no i know i and i mean you got to have people around you that are telling you the truth and honest with you, you know? And so I think Simone, I think what she did though was really hard. Like it was still hard to do because of all the expectation. Like think about all the sponsors she had riding on her and all the other stuff. And like the easiest thing would have just been to compete. And even if you don't, win gold you could just you know you competed and you could just say i had an off day and that would be it right but Mm -hmm. the harder thing is to say like i can't do it like i'm not if i tried to compete i would completely botch this and like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i i don't know it's crazy either way i think you're she's in a like damned if you do damned if you don't kind of tough spot yeah like if she competes and loses there's a lot of scrutiny and she obviously wasn't in a good headspace as it turned out and then if she doesn't compete like she didn't then it's like 
you're letting down a lot of you. You feel like you're letting down your fans, your teammates, your country. I your also sponsors. feel like part of, especially with the Olympics. Also, it's weird just without being without fans being there. Yeah, I think that is weird. I because I feel like some of the a lot of times athletes feed off the emotion energy of fans and the crown. I almost thought that would make it easier for someone that's feeling all this pressure to go out there and do it. But maybe it's different. You know, maybe gymnasts are so used to crowds and cheering and all this stuff. Like, maybe that's just white noise that helps them, like, you know, just, like, they hear the cheering and it just, like, lets them get out of their own head and just, like, focus on what they need to do. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I the only thing I think about Simone Biles is that I think some of this was self inflicted, you know. And similar to Osaka, like I think Osaka sort of dug herself into a hole by saying like this was about mental health when it was really about I'm not a good clay player. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't perform well on clay and I don't want to get asked about it. And then that turned into a whole like mental health thing which she also has issues with but i don't think was the main reason why she started skipping press conferences but then she becomes an avatar for mental health and so now she has to sort of run with it you know what i mean like whether that was her intent or not when you throw out mental health i feel like it's gonna yeah you're gonna be which i don't think she meant I think she was just sort of speaking off the top of her head. I don't think like this was some planned statement well, that's the thing. through like, I her feel agent. Like it's a uh, yeah. I feel like it's just such a broad term. I just feel yeah. Like it's different levels to mental health. Earn. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Well. Thank you for uh, tuning in to our uh, split screen update. I don't know where Ern went. He just disappeared, but I think we were at the end of this conversation anyway. For Ernie, I'm Steve, and uh, we're out. Don't you see that man is lying to you? Screen